Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to an episode of Serious Issues, a comic book podcast. Uh, we are nearing the end of the year and uh, the best thing to do at the end of each year is look back on all the big superhero comic book events. And uh, we have the, we're, I've reassembled the official uh, MEC, the Marvel event crew. Uh, it's myself, <laughs> Andrew Levins. Um, I'm, I'm recording in, in, from Sydney, Australia. Uh, and then on the other side, on one other side of the world, uh, in Kentucky, uh, we have Jake Fortier joining us again. Hey there. And uh, from the UK, we have Rebecca Hart, who has just uh, set an alarm to wake herself up uh, at 11, 11, is it 11 p.m. over there? Uh, it's quarter past now, yeah. Okay. So morning, morning, everyone. Or middle <laughs> morning, middle of the night. <laughs> uh, so we're in different time zones, but... The one thing that unifies us is that we have all read way too many X-Men comics this year. And so we thought we would uh, get together. Uh, we promised it after we recorded a... Uh, I don't know if I, if, I, if I made you guys promise it to me or we just... There was a blood oath, an unspoken <laughs> oath. Uh, after we, Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, they, one of them went into the other, so you just have to, really. Uh, such is the event life of, uh, of, of reading comics, but... Uh, so yeah. we last we last re- reviewed the uh, big Marvel event Empire, um, which was quite good, um, and then we moved moved immediately into the twenty three issue strong X Men crossover event Ten or X of Swords. It's Ten of Swords, right? Numer- Roman numerical yeah, Ten, of, ten swords. of Swords. Okay, um, I'm gonna rec- I'm gonna refer to it as X of Swords throughout throughout the episode. I'm sure. Um, That's fine, I'm sure everyone does <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to go through the event and Because uh, like, I would say, like, Empire, quite good I enjoyed it um, there were, there were, It was, like, up and down a bit There were a few issues in tie-ins that I didn't think were necessary to the event But uh, there were very few dull moments uh, or, or, or moments that I didn't enjoy while reading Ten of Swords And I wonder if you two feel the same Do you want to go first, Rebecca? Um, yeah, I think I think um, I agree on Empire, but I think you can tell how much the pandemic affected it because I think a lot of the judges with Empire were probably sort of pandemic related, uh, where they cut out things like Thor tie-in. Yes, 
um, still, which would have sort of rounded it still out. Still lamenting that we um, didn't get the uh, the Ram V Thor book. That would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah, we will always be lamenting that. Um, but on the uh, Ten of Swords thing, I think maybe they had a little bit too much time to think about it because of um and then they added stuff didn't they and i think there's a few so i love it i think it's great don't get me wrong i think there's a few pacing issues when you look at it as a whole like how long the build-up was versus the exposition Mm -hmm. of the tournament but i mean look in in amongst that every single chapter was pretty fun so it was like um it was it reminded me more of reading um avengers no road home Yes. Or no surrender. Which I remember quite like, fondly. Where they, and, and yeah, but but they because they did the same thing. They said you're going to have to buy every X Men book. I almost called them X Files, which shows how tired I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone X-Men. knows it's ten files, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so you have to buy every X Men book, but but we won't have any others out at the same time. So you you end up sort of spending the same amount of money, but like, but if you think about it, a twenty two issue event is pretty huge. Yeah, it's enormous. I mean. Look, I mean, we know King in Black's going to absolutely yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, overshadow that in terms of numbers. But this is weird. I don't know if we're doing a King in no, Black. No, I, I was going to say that now. There is no like, fucking way I'm reading King in Black. We may be the official whatever crew, but there is no way I'm have, reading all have, of I have King to call in, in the VEC, the Venom event crew for that one. Yeah, no, I, I mean, somebody, don't somebody know if I made the needs team. A, lot of dispos- a lot of disposable income. How many, uh, how many issues one. are there for that one i just i don't know if anyone's even counted all i just sit there and list the ones that i'm getting and they're just some of the individual tie-ins so i'm getting the black knight one i'm getting the iron man and doom one Mm -hmm. because it's chris cantwell and they're fighting father christmas (laughs) so everyone should buy that one really um what other one is there's a valkyrie one there's I don't know. There's just millions of them. And that's just the one-off tie-ins. I, and that's, so I don't even know. Then you've got the actual event. There's, I don't know. It's a lot. Did you read Ten of Swords week to week or were you like me? I did, I, yeah. I, I wasn't going to, but then um, too many people were too willing to sort of spoil it. And I was always going to buy at least one of the issues each week. <laughs> and then somebody would be like, oh, you know, you've got to buy Wolverine. Or like, no, Cable's really important this week. And I'm like, I've I've been doing some overtime, you know. It came at exactly the right time. Uh, what should I spend the extra money on? Oh, staying up to date with uh, Ten of Swords. Yeah. So it was pretty good. And uh, now that you've, you know, read all these these series that you weren't keeping up with because they were tying into the event. Are there any that you're sticking with? That's the that's the ultimate you know goal of these events, isn't it? To make you buy more comics. I think in general, I was keeping up with most X Men before the event. It was only Wolverine and Cable that I wasn't, um, and I would probably keep reading Cable. I think Wolverine and Cable are like two of my favorite X Men books that are, that are, are of the current crop. Yeah, I think they they have very distinct voices, which is what's nice about them. Um, but it's funny, I, I, think... I don't I don't appreciate the because um, what Wolverine is written by Benjamin Percy, and yeah. um, Cable is written by Jerry Duggan. They also write X Force and um, uh, Marauders, respectively. And I don't like either of the their team books anywhere near as much as Wolverine and Cable. Yeah, no, I I don't either. Um, but I think what I'm gonna do when 
when I actually turn to look at what X Men I'm buying next week, I'm just going to do a massive rejig. I'm not, I'm not going to stop reading. <laughs> I want to get into. I want to get into like what's what's staying. What's what, what what are you getting letting go? Yeah, of? yeah, yeah. We'll do that later. But first, I want we'll to hear at the end of the event. Yeah, Jake, what did uh, what what are your overall thoughts of Ten of Swords? I uh, I really like Ten of Swords. I think there's like Rebecca was saying, there's some definite pacing issues towards the second half of the event. Um, but like that whole like lead up and like the quest to get the ten swords, and then when they finally do the reveal of like the main villains and who they are and, and all of that stuff, I really enjoy. Um, unfortunately, the tournament itself I wasn't as into. Um, it was still it was still fun. I think I just reading it week to week and expecting this like big sword tournament and then you get this like very silly um just these random events that keep on happening and as a sub in for that tournament at first it was um there was a slight disappointment just because that wasn't quite what i was expecting i read through a lot of it um in the lead up to to recording today i definitely view it more favorably now that i kind of know what i'm getting into um but there is still there's still a little bit of disappointment that it wasn't just a straight up like uh, shonen style <laughs> sword tournament <laughs> uh, type deal. But yeah, but yeah, pretty pretty favorable plenty, on the event. Plenty of uh, shonen manga if you do want to scratch that in. I know you already <laughs> read a bunch of that too, though. <laughs> I, so I, I guess yeah, my point of difference is I read it all in the uh, you know, like a, a week ago. Um, I pretty much exclusively yeah. read X Men comics for about a week and a half um, because I went right back to the beginning of um, post Hox Pox when uh, Hickman. Hickman's big, uh, you know, uh, X-Men reset finished and then we had all the introduction of the new series. I stopped reading almost all of them. Um, and so I went back and I caught up on all the books that, that I could find at King's. And uh, yeah, pretty much just, just like read like hun- well over 100, maybe even 200 X-Men comics, um, which was wow. great fun. Uh, but yeah. uh, the way I did it was I would read um, a run read up to the, the current issue of Ten of Swords, then it would be like, okay, next issue is a Hellions issue or a Marauders issue. Then I would go back to number one of Marauders and then read the 16 issues to get there. Um, yeah. But I, I, I really, I think binging the, the, the bulk of the event itself um, definitely works in its favor because you don't have this like pent up, like, oh my God, what's going to happen next week? You know, because you do get, essentially, yeah, Ten of Swords is... Uh, God, how do we condense this, uh, Jake? I thought I like you can, you might be able to do the best job. <laughs> Jake wrote notes for us because <laughs> he knows because Jake knows how bad. Thank God, they know how bad I am uh, on this podcast at research. <laughs> so, so Ten of Swords is the latest big X Men event from Marvel, um, and it basically it is um, what happens when the mutants from Krakoa finally make contact with the mutant, mutants from um, Aroka. Uh, so way, 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 way back, Krakoa and Aroka were one uh, island nation called Okara. Uh, yeah, it got, that's a lot of- it got split in half by a bunch of demons, um, and then the demons took Okara, <laughs> brought it to their dead world, and Krakoa stayed on Earth. So now, and, and after both of these, a bunch, they're, they're, it's not just like parts of land. They, they, the Krakoa and Okara are also sentient beings yeah. who yes. miss each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. They just want to be back together. Um, and as I said before we recorded, the theme of the event is definitely uh, wife guys. So I guess Krakoa is a bit of a wife guy as well. <laughs> just wants yeah, its other sure. half. 
Um, but yeah, so so the event starts and they're, they they uh, the Excalibur series basically built up Apocalypse, connecting back with the other mutant nation, and uh, lo and behold, the way to get to them was through Otherworld, uh, which is <laughs> its own little offshoot ex- explanation. Um, but basically, when they finally do meet up with these other mutants, it turns out that oh, they actually ended up siding with the demons and are now here to take over Otherworld, and by extension, Krakoa, and the Earth itself. And, yeah, uh, thus upping the stakes a little bit. Mm. So, so there is a tournament. Now our mutants are, th- yeah. There is a tournament to decide who, you know, basically we're led to believe it's going to be a bunch of fights between the people of Krakoa and the heroes of Oroka. I'm going to mispronounce all the names, I'm sure. Um, yeah, me too. They're, they're given, they have to locate ten swords, so we have various mutants... Um, a few heavy hitters and a few wild cards uh, sourcing uh, swords so they can compete in the tournament against the uh, far more um, like because the, 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 the big kind of um, ongoing theme is that like you know the, the uh, Krakoa's mutants have, have lived a life of a good life essentially and not, not a life of hardships they're, they're, the, they're the privileged <laughs> yeah. they're the privileged mutants mutants of privilege even though if you were to ask them, they would not because of how they've been treated by the humans in the uh, 616. They're soft. Uh, yeah, they're soft compared to Apocalypse's kids. And um, we are going to be getting into spoilers uh, in the rest of the episode. But in case you got this far and you're like, what are they talking about? That, that's our summation. Um, but there is a moment in the middle. So I'm going to start spoiling from now on. Where, yeah, once they've, that's the, the, the first half of the event is uh, various mutants. Uh, do we have off the top of the head the, 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 the 10 mutants? That are that are involved. Uh, shoot, I made a list of this earlier. I th- I think I can do it. There is magic, mm-hmm. um, cable, Dunk. cipher, gorgon, um, Wolverine. Of course, you can't have a X Men event without Wolverine. He's great in this as well. So yeah, um, he is. Captain Britain, Captain Avalon, um, not a mutant. Cipher, and then um, add cipher. Oh, I said Cypher already, didn't I? Oops. Yeah, because yeah, we love him. <laughs> There's two more left. We love I... him. Storm. Storm, thank you. Also very good and in this. And I'm just thinking... And of Apocalypse, of course. I don't know why yeah, I completely Apocalypse. forgot yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you did it. Um, yes. And, so... and obviously Doug has Warlock with him. Cypher has Warlock. Warlock mm-hmm. not given enough dialogue in this event. No, but it looks like he'll uh, come into his own following in Reign of X, which is what the next period of X-Men is called. Oh, God. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your next binge, Levens. Yeah, looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah. Three months from now, whenever it is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the bulk of the, the, the first half of the event is like is basically them going on like quests to try and find their swords. Um, most of the X-Books uh, just kind of get the, the, their, their general stories put on hiatus while we focus on like the one mutant on their team that's involved in the event trying to find their sword. Um, and then uh, midway through the event, there's because it, start it started with X of Swords creation, then there was X, ten, sorry, 10 of Swords creation, then there was 10 of Swords stasis, and then there was a final 10 of Swords as well. Um, destruction. Destruction. Um, and Stasis is the one where, where the tournament starts. And um, so we have uh, our first, like, you know, duel. Um, who is it again? It's uh, Magic versus someone, I think. I think the the first one is Betsy versus um, Iska. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Unbeatable. And, yeah. and Betsy Braddock uh, 
hero of Excalibur, um, unfortunately, uh, is the first the first casualty, um, or so we think. Um, yeah, it's it's a fairly non casualty casualty, um, given that she's like smashed to smithereens. Um, it's it's clearly not a normal death. And I guess what everyone should know is that if they die on Otherworld, they're not entirely sure they can bring they can't bring them back fully the same. It's the only place um, they can't just they don't just escape the sort of um, resurrection protocols. Except they seem to have brought back Gorgon fine. <laughs> yeah, we well, yeah we don't know that entirely oh, yet, right. but they do seem to have. I mean, like certainly more than poor old Rockslide. Poor old Rockslide, <laughs> the, the mutant that I have yeah. no idea what they did before the event. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wasn't. A, I, I, I am also not particularly up on Rockslide, <laughs> but everyone was very sad about Rockslide, so I'm. I apologize. I'm not. That's not my entire mutant era. So. so after that first um, that first fight, you uh, well, like you know, where Betsy ends up being turned into glass and smashed into pieces, um, you, we were like, oh wow, I wonder what the, what's going to happen in the next fight. And then the next fight turns out to be a wedding, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, so it's not a, not yes. a fight at all. We have Doug Cipher um, uh, being forced to marry uh, a terrifying alien creature who he ends up falling in love with. Um, and so that, that means that like both sides get a point. And so suddenly you realize, oh, hold on. This tournament is not going to be what I expected it's going to be. And like the next one I think is Wolverine versus someone and it's a fight to the death and Wolverine kills the guy that he's fighting. And that means that that guy who died is actually the winner because the fight was to the death. The first person to die. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, but there's some really sweet ones like, um, Wolverine and white sword, um, having to look at all their victims in a mirror. Yes, and the first one, first one, one to cry first. is the loser. Obviously Wolverine, because yeah. Logan's a sop. Uh, <laughs> Privileged Wolverine. In a nice way. <laughs> yeah, bless him. He actually has, and you know, like, um, and, but it was, it was, a, it was a big relief that Doug got married, because like, obviously going into it, everyone was most worried about Doug, including <laughs> magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, including within the comics, because Doug is not a fighter. Doug is obviously a lover and not a fighter. Um, um, but yeah, so I, yeah, and his sword was Warlock, so I think that was his. That's why Warlock doesn't get to talk as much. So obviously, like when I got to that point, I was just like you know finishing one issue, then opening up the next one and, and reading what happened immediately. What was it yeah. like reading that week to week when the, the rug was pulled out from under you and you were like, oh, all of the tournament is rigged, and some of these events are quite silly. Were you happy about that or like confused? The the feeling at the time, like on like Twitter and like some of the fan response, was it was a very um, it wasn't the best week for the event to be honest. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, this isn't what we were we expected," and like I mentioned, I had that disappointment that it wasn't just this the straight putt, as it were, because I think that week we also got um, the Wolverine issue that you had mentioned, where he's he's a uh, fighting yeah. summoner and and a few of, of the other um, tournament. Uh, matchups and it was kind of like just this rapid fire thing that was happening um, and so the, it, the pace completely changed where there was this like slow build up now it was very quick and so there was that, that initial like oh this is quite different than what we were expecting and I think uh, yeah yeah it took it took a second yeah, for, me, it, for it to get back to me I didn't really mind that the the actual matchups were weird and funky and messed up and otherworldly because that seemed fitting and obviously there was a huge relief about about Doug there 
But I think for me, it was, yeah, it was like the fact that some of these contests would only be covered in one panel. Right. So I didn't care about the, the, it not being sword fighting. I just wanted I, as much detail as they'd put into this hunt for the swords. So it was adjusting to that. But I think you're right, like a couple of, like the next issue, because I was expecting it, it didn't shock me as much that there were some one panel ones. Um, and I could sort of laugh and enjoy them as more. But I, I think, still think looking back on it, I would have liked a bit more on on some of like on them in other world, even if they weren't actually fighting. So all of the you time. think forty two issues is a better better length for this event? Yeah, I think maybe that we didn't need quite as many front ended hunt for the sword ones. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll give you that for sure. That lots. Yeah, I think I think it's more that I think they could have been stripped down. I'm I'm almost happy with how the tournament went once I was expecting it. And it was just that build-up. And I think because they had time to flesh it out because of um, COVID. I mean, but but that's the thing. is There's not many issues that I'd pick at individually and say, that's the one I'd have cut out. So maybe it's just being a bit like, at, I'm still going back on how it felt at the time that we were getting this real epic. Yeah, I think... I, and I, the I, fighting I, didn't end up being quite as epic. I, I agree with you that, yeah, the, the, the search for the swords, that, that could have just been one extra long issue mm-hmm. even the first issue of all of them finding the swords that could have been really fun and well paced and then so we could get to spend more time within other world itself because that yeah so much of the best of parts of the event happened there hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then it did seem to sort of come to an end quite quickly. Yeah. I, I, but good. I, I, but I like that really. as well. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I realized. I think some of the speed was the um, the fact that it was pulled together. It was satisfying. So, I mean, like. I think if it wasn't, there'd be a much uh, bigger criticism. But no, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's, this is definitely um, one of the best events Marvel's done in a long time. I think you're right, probably since Secret Wars for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like I was joking with Siobhan last week that, like, again, it's just yet another one of my like favorite yeah, Marvel events that also happens to be written by John Hickman. We're just, yeah, we're just Hickman, <laughs> but like groupies. I would argue that, that like. 
at least from you know I, I you know I, I say that like as someone that's read so many Hickman books that I can notice when something is or isn't written by him and I think yeah. a great deal of this event feels like it was written by Teeny Howard yeah this is definitely a Teeny Howard event with um, Hickman there to just say you know what would help do this or you know yeah and, and she, he, she yeah gives... you can see he's the guiding he's a guiding factor but it's definitely her event from the humor and just the character you know, just some of the madness and get. the character I think you, you, yeah. you can definitely like accuse Hickman of sometimes writing very cold characters um, mm-hmm. and Teeny Howard like brings like yeah I think her Betsy who we've you know seen a lot in um in in Excal- Excalibur obviously is one of my favorite characters in X Men comics now, um but yeah. and she also writes an excellent villain in Satin- Lady Saturnine, um yeah but I'm pretty sure she's responsible for like the best take on Apocalypse ever. Apocalypse yeah, maybe yeah. my favorite character of the event I guess it is his event so it's not shouldn't come as too much of a surprise but uh. The, the the book ends with with apocalypse going. I'm going to go live on Araco now, mm-hmm. and I'm like, do we get a spin off book where we get to see what happens? Because I want to, I want more apocalypse. He's my favorite now. <laughs> Definitely, I, I think... love I, I love a lot of the work they've all done. I mean, like some of the characters that I was never passionate about that I'm now, yeah. But Excalibur is, I think, for me, the jewel in the line. So this is always going to be an event I enjoyed. I mean, obviously I'm biased as Captain Britain, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, and I get to see Brian as well, which I'm so happy about because obviously he's not a mutant. Um, so I'm really happy we get all the Braddocks in here. We get Jamie as well and um, lots of Brian and his new, as I call it, his MCU outfit, because tell me Captain Avalon outfit does not look very MCU inspired. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, God, yeah, I know so, like, um, it is baffling that we haven't got them. I mean, you know, we even have a Spider-Man movie set in in London surely yeah, we can get yeah. a little easter egg but no, I, I, look, they'll, they'll run out of ideas to do what to do with their main characters soon I'm sure we'll get these characters yeah, eventually we'll one day. Um, I realise we haven't given a, uh, a run through of the creative team and especially after Jake put so much effort into um, writing it all out for us and also um, making it a public document that I can uh, I can edit so Jake if you could if you just read through the uh, the creative team for me no I'm changing no. the <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing some wine mums and Fafam energy into uh, serious issues. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, we, yeah. So who, for, who for right, sorry, go ahead. Who have we got writing the event? For writers, we have uh, Teeny Howard, Jonathan Dickman, excellent Hickman, uh, Vita Alea, uh, Benjamin Percy, and <laughs> Jerry Buggin, <laughs> Leo, Leo Williams, and Ed Brisson. And then art was uh, across the board pretty good. There's like I think all of the artists working on the X books now, I like elements of. But then there are like like I really love the characters that Marcus Toe draws in Excalibur, mm. but he doesn't ever do backgrounds, which really stuck. It's so when you when you're jumping from artist to artist to artist, you notice these things um, with each issue, like the, the things that certain artists do better than others. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, noticing that, like, the bulk of Excalibur is just characters talking in front of, like, a colour was very, very, like, a funny thing to notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like, there's kind of, like, almost a uh, a soft house style between the books. Like, like Marcus Toe 
is almost like it's like different levels of fidelity like marcus mm-hmm. toe is like low yeah. graphic settings and then uh, <laughs> some of the other ones it's like increased max being pepe Larraz and uh, rv sylvia um they're the best at marvel house style for sure mm-hmm. and, they, and they 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 have so many ties to books that we've already talked about like the avengers no way home uh, weekly series but no way home was it called uh, no surrender. What they had no, no surrender, no, and then no way home. Okay, cool. They were yeah, cool. Or no, no road home. Whatever it was. No road home. Uh, but they were they were the artists on that, and so it's it kind of nice seeing them here. But yeah, Mahmoud Azra, um, Lionel Francis, you, Rod Rios, Phil Noto. I loved any any of the Noto issues, uh, and he's on the Cable Book, which is probably a great deal of the reason why I love the Cable Book. Mm-hmm. Um, same as Victor Bogdanovich, who is one of the main artists on um, on Wolverine. I love uh, his artwork as well. Um, Stefano Caselli's in there. Joshua Casara. Uh, Matteo Lolli, Carmen Carnero, and Carlos Gomez as well. And uh, also a big handful of excellent colorists. The book across the board looked great. Like, there wasn't really an issue where I was like, oh boy, like, this one is someone, you know, not meeting their deadlines and they had to pull in some ringers. It, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's beautiful looking. I'm sure the trade's going to be insanely nice. Do you reckon they're going to try and cram all this into one big hardcover? They, they are. are. Oh, it's coming out wow. for Christmas. This is what, this is what is the, the joy of being so behind on everything. You ask, yeah, yeah. you ask a seemingly unanswerable question, and there are definitive <laughs> answers. <laughs> they've actually been. They've actually treated the whole X line trades really well, like and brought them out very quickly throughout. There's um, like since the, multiple the ways you can do it. Right, you, you can either buy like yeah, an Excalibur yeah. trade, or you can buy like the first. They're the Dawn of X trades, which actually. Oh, I don't know that to volume whatever now. So yeah, which has them all in. Wow, that is because they've kept it up, and they just yeah, well, I mean, it must be a month. Yeah, yeah. And, and no but... one was sure that yeah, no one was sure they were going to keep it up, but they have so far. So um, it's a really nice way of um, of getting it. And of course, Marvel Unlimited is now only three months behind. So um, I think uh, X, uh, Ten of Swords has just started on Marvel Unlimited. Yes. Um, so if you're if you have Marvel Unlimited, just wait three months, and you can do what I did. And just binge it all. Very fun. Um, it's a very good way of reading it, honestly. So we've had, um, we've had, uh, like you know, a run through of our, 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 you know, we know the creatives that work in, that worked on it. We know the mutants that 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 were involved. I want to know your favorites. So should we do favorite current X book comic? Um, favorite uh, current X book creator. Favorite <laughs> issue of X Ten of Swords and favorite mutant. In Ten of Swords, can, can, can we can we do that? I'm I'm, I'm happy to uh, to be the, the starting starting man. Yeah, on this. you start. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I think favorite comic at the moment, the favorite book has got to be Excalibur, um, t- written by Teeny Howard, who was you know one of the main writers of uh, of Ten of Swords itself. And I think it's it's if you weren't going to read all of the tie-in books. But you had to just read one. Um, Excalibur is definitely the book that ties into the event the most, um, and I think it it balances a very like eclectic team of mutants. Who have you got? You've got um, you have uh, Betsy, you have Jubilee, Jubilee. You have Apocalypse, Gambit, and Rogue. Oh, they were great. Yeah, Richter. Uh, yeah, Richter, um, and his boyfriend Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that was by far the, the the best book for me, the one I look forward to. Like the, the great, great balance of so many characters, so much weird lore and setup, um, excellent art for the most part, and uh, yeah, I just uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
I can't remember all the other things that I said I was going to uh, rank and review. Uh, favorite mutant, Apocalypse. Uh, I never thought I would mm-hmm. love that character so much, but I do. Um, and I think uh, his portrayal in this series is uh, is super duper fun. Um, favorite issue from Ten of Swords? Favorite issue, um, maybe one of the cable issues. I just found really, really funny and 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 good. That's because you're a dad. <laughs> oh, you know what? What was the issue where Cable? No, sorry, where um, where Pride. Cyclops? Um, maybe it was X Men Fifteen, where um, uh, Cyclops? Because like, yeah. like, yeah, like I never where thought the X-Men that were created. Is what you're saying? The so yeah, the, the um, uh, Jean Grey and Cyclops get a get a message from their son Cable, and he's like, "We're fucked. Help." <laughs> Um, and yeah. so they put it to the council of mutants that like, Hey, we need to go help them. And, um, yeah. the, the council are like, well, if you, if you go help them, you can't be on the count on the, on the, the, the board or whatever anymore. Yeah. Kicked you out have of- to leave. You, you have to leave. We're closing the gate. You have to leave. Krakoa. And, um, I thought that was such an awesome, awesomely written Cyclops, a character that I've never had any particular feelings towards. Um, so much so that I was like, Oh, I kind of wish Cyclops was a main character in this event yeah uh, so i think maybe that's my favorite issue yeah yeah that was a really solid one mm-hmm. um I, I can't i know there was one, I one more what, thing i said i was, I was gonna do i think no because the other one was favorite, favorite uh mutant you've already covered yeah that. cool i think right. f- favorite ex office creative uh person oh yeah okay oh, yeah. i probably i'm gonna give this one to teeny God, I, I match Levin so much on this <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely my, i mean i've already said excalibur's clearly the book that i'm gonna pick yes um, <laughs> you're like finally because... representation <laughs> no it's, i mean like but the thing is i also grew up with captain britain and and going into it like i always, i mean like having betsy as captain britain is fantastic great but i just there was always a little part of me going but i want to still see what's happening with brian like I, I accept he's not a mutant and these are all mutant books but i and and i'm so happy that she hasn't just like um totally cut the, he, isn't, he isn't just like oh Brian's at home looking after the kid yes and with Megan and we're just gonna only so I like that we still got the Braddock stuff because um, and it's really hard to talk about because you don't want to sound sexist about it and go no my Captain Britain is male <laughs> it's not I love Betsy as Captain Britain and the outfit's amazing but there's part of me that's going I really would like to see Union Jack again I'd really like to see Pfizer again Hussein um, you know our actual female Captain Britain before now female muslim captain britain and uh and i i hope going forward we get to see some of the other team of the old excalibur but i like the central team we have um like the only one i don't feel a huge love for is uh jubilee and i don't hate her i just she's she's always been a bit of a eh mutant to me i mean and uh but she's she's working well on the team i like her well, as a mom her, her baby is working extremely yeah. well on the team too in dragon form yeah that was yeah, a fun element he's, too. He's doing his best. That was a fun element. Um, I think the issue that I liked most was X Men Fifteen because I'm a huge Scott fan, but also because it felt like so. It felt like this is how the event was created: is that Tinny had this path she was taking with Excalibur um, <clears throat> and wanting to bring back the Captain Britain Corps, and um, you know establish where Brian's place was in it and where Jamie's place was in it and where um, Saturnine's place is at mm-hmm. in, a, in in that whole sort of mythos is. And then um, Hickman wanted to get to this breaking of the council. And that's kind of where the two came together. 
Um, and like, there's nothing more amazing than the X-Men being heroes. Absolutely. Couldn't agree and, more. And, uh, you know, so so um, you, the whole big build-up is the build-up, and then the tournament's a little bit silly and fun and sort of defrays some of that tension because you know that the characters you're scared of. Like, I think everyone knew Bet- something was going to happen to Betsy. Like, I don't think it was a surprise that, you know, like, um, whether it was going to be Brian dying and Betsy going off to avenge him or Betsy dying and Brian having to just deal with whether he was going to be Captain Britain again. But I think Betsy was all because she's such a central role of the event. Um, but I think like things like, like we were all genuinely worried about Doug and some <laughs> of the others. And I think, so I think defraying that tension straight away in that in stasis was actually really good. And that, that was, sort of allowed me to enjoy the rest of the tournament, whatever happened. And then, but then coming back and having Scott saying, you know, like, but this is what we do. We're X-Men and going off to, to be a hero. And then all these mutants kind of following him, you find out in, in X of Swords Destruction and that splash page of all the mutants who've gone with him. Yep. Basically sort of saying, that's it. We, we're, we are the X-Men and there's all of them. And, uh, everyone's fan, everyone's favorites are there. And, uh, it's going to be really interesting. That's the bit that's like going forward. You're like, yeah, I want to know with both of those things but i think x-men 15 because i'm such a huge og fan of the x-men because of my age was uh just everything i'd ever want and also that it's nice that they let you go back to magneto and and xavier not being disappointed with them but by saying things like good boy yeah that was great uh, great moment you know um and and you know like and now the kind of who's who fills in that and you've got this sense of the whole thing is moving forward we're not just in the status quo anymore so, um, my favourite creative, Teeny, but probably also a bit Hickman. Oh yeah, you got to give it to Hickman. Um, so. You got to give it to Hickman as well for engineering this whole thing and for bringing together this crack, this kick-ass team. Like you know, I I don't think there is a, a too weak a link. Like I'm sure there are people who like each of them as their best. Um, it's just you know this plays into what mine particularly. And what favorite mutant um, in the event? Well, I'm, I'm not going to give it to Scott because, like, you know, he's not in really, really central to the event. So it has to be Doug. I'm going Doug. Okay, go Doug. All right, Jake, <laughs> I'm sorry to do this to you. My this, this Zoom conference is going to cut out in two and a half minutes. So you have two and a half minutes to answer these very important questions, <laughs> and then I'll wrap the episode up. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, favorite Marvel uh, X Men creative right now is Rod Reyes. Um, I really like his art style. It's very Excellent. Bill uh, Sienkiewicz esque, and I like that in the modern age. Uh, favorite issue of Ten of Swords uh, would be probably Cable issue six, which is the the final issue of the tournament. But it's also where we get Gorgon versus the White Sword oh, and his one hundred yes. swordsmen. Yes, and I just I completely loved that fight, and that's a little bit why I wish it was more like of a straight up sword mm. tournament. A little bit, just because of how great that fight is. Um, what was the other question? Mutant. Best mutant. Best mutant. Oh, yes. Best mutant. Um, in the whole Dawn of X and Ten of Swords, I really love uh, Betsy Braddock as Captain Britain. She's, I, I didn't really have any feelings towards her before this current era started. And just reading her in these books and getting such an attachment to her um, has been great. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've just been loving seeing her on the page being Captain Britain and whatnot. Favorite X book? 
Favorite X-Book? Uh, Excalibur, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, right, we'll if, if you listen to this episode, <laughs> read Excalibur. It's, it's really good. And I'm really excited because I think Ten of Swords set up a lot for that series going forward by fleshing out uh, Otherworld and, and all of that stuff and getting to properly explore it in Excalibur. I'm really looking forward to. Excellent. Well, that about does us. I think we're going to be kicked out of this conference in one minute. I, I, I tried to upgrade, but I can't remember my account details. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, thanks so much to uh, Jake and Rebecca. I'll, uh, I'll I'll send I'll give I'll wrap the episode up w- once we've said goodbye. But uh, I'll allow you guys to say goodbye first. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. Thank you for being with me in the middle of the night. Thank you for waking <laughs> up. <laughs> That's all right. And uh, I guess we'll see you for the King in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll do it with Marvel Unlimited. Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that should be their motto. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Levins. Hope you enjoyed that little episode that Jake, Rebecca, and myself recorded last week. Sorry it took so long for me to put it up, especially to Rebecca and Jake. But if you would like to hear more of their excellent thoughts on all things X-Men and all things comic books, you can find uh, Jake at Crocoan Mimosa, excellent username, uh, on Twitter. And Rebecca is at Arbitrary Genius, also excellent username. If you want to find me, I'm at LevDog, L-E-V-D-O-W-G, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And of course, we have the Serious Issues Facebook group, which you should join if you want to discuss comics with us 24-7, uh, including X-Men, Mutants, and all things that aren't those things as well. Um, you can find the Serious Issues Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Serious Issues Podcast. And uh, come and join us. Come have some fun. And well, I'll see you for another episode, hopefully very soon. Thank you so much. Adios. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.